Okay, so we're going to say hello again. (laughs) We're not going to say hello again. We're just going to start the video. Oh, God. (laughs) We're going to start the video. Always saying hello, this guy. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. So we're going to start the video. Okay, so (laughs) we're going to look at the news. That's what we're going to do because there's some big news. We've got the Lord of Pain. We've got Sinesh. Anyway, it was the weekend. It was the Warhammer World Open Day. Do you know what that means? New minis. I mean, they didn't... I don't know. Like, the only funny bit about it was that up until a week ago, it cost money to go. And then, like, a week ago, they were like, probably not selling many tickets. This is free, by the way. This is free, everyone. Mm. It's free to come. come. Yeah, it's free. Uh, Anyway, so they announced uh, two new battle tones, which is really fun. So I thought we could talk about those first. Which do you want to start with, Dan? Do you want to start with Corn, Or do you want to start with Slanesh? Uh, let's start with corn because I feel like we haven't spoken of like no one speaks about corn very much at all these days. Uh, well, a little side note today, this weekend, Konstantin Kalatos uh, in Sweden went 5 0 with corn, no scar brand, oh. and he used an exalted bloodthirster, not even a regular one, the what? big Forge World bro. Yeah, Jesus. Which is good because it's obviously, <laughs> it's obviously, yeah, and he won, he won the whole event, the whole event. 5 0. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, Where was this? Uh, in Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy Swedish guys. Wow. Yeah, go, go the, go the, the Swedes or the Swiss. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I mean, he loves that. <laughs> which, right. which are, I, I don't know which. I'm bad yeah, at the never, world. Never trust Rob if he says Sweden or Switzerland because it was Sweden. Sweden. I know it was in Sweden. <laughs> it was so definitely I, in Sweden. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at geography. However, I did at oh, one okay. point, I think in grade 11 or grade 12, when I was in high school, my claim to fame is that I won like an Australia wide geography award for like standardized tests nice. because I'm terrible at it. I went through and just spelt words with the answers on the scribble sheet. And then I won. Uh, and they did a big presentation at like a school assembly. And I had to stand there and be like, <laughs> and then they're asking me like 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 if I was gonna travel or stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm getting this for. I don't know what I did. Um, <laughs> and so then yeah, what, I, the... that is that is the Dan Orange story. I did not yeah, until yeah. this day. And then walking home with the trophies, like I'm just gonna make shit up forever. Like, <laughs> that's the story. That's the moment the, you you became I'm the you. Second best in the country at geography. <laughs> making up that's because it was australian geography you just make names up like to be fair australia isn't real yeah where are you you going uh google google schploz yeah that's a place (laughs) right okay so a place that is uh, a place is is the mortal realms and we've got the realm gore ritualist empowers the cornate faithful by showering them them uh, them in the blood of the land the ear of the beast has induced savagery across the mortal realms as the primal energy of grr, suffuses the fragile minds of the mortals. This outbreak of barbarism has pleased Corn greatly and his blood-mad worshippers have conducted violent rituals. Now, a lot of people today might be asking where James is. It's because we're about to talk about Corn. Yeah? Yeah, he's conducting a violent ritual somewhere. Yeah, he's against it. Mm. Yeah, uh, Realm He, he Gore... refused to be a part of this show, which was really offensive. Yeah, he was like, not for me, yeah. not dealing with those. Uh, Realm Gore ritualists conduct the sacred blood rites of corn, spilling oceans of ichor, uh, or is it ichor, as they slit throats Eichel. of countless prisoners and etch vile markings into uh, the earth to glory their ravenous, glorify their ravenous god. So, 
Nathan, I'll jump out with you and the Twitch chat. Nathan, how do you feel about the model? How do you feel about the model? Uh, I had a brief look at it earlier. It looked all right. It looks very corny, like a dude with big muscles, or is it a dudette? It's a Sheila. As, as somebody with big muscles. Um, correct, correct. You don't yep. know what, what, how they feel. That's correct. Yep, yep. They have got great muscles, and um, they're probably cross about something. And looking for blood and skulls. That is or, that. That is a great description. Like I might do like a real quick guide to all the factions that you've seen. Might be like corn, dead cross. Like moving on. <laughs> corn probably cross about something. Yeah, yeah. probably cross about something, and it's your fault. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Dan, what do you think? What do you think of the miniature? Miniature. I, I, okay. So the first thing I just want to come out with is I love the background concept for it, like corn carving stuff into the land. Like the land is a body for them to conduct their worship on. I think is a spectacular kind of like law step. So instead of just their people being like, oh, we carve up our people, we make sacrifices, blah blah blah, like them treating the land. I'm just, I just. I love that. I love it as a concept. And I think that it's a wonderful example of the, the flexibility of Age of Sigma. So big ticks there. I love the model. Um, I really dig everything that's going on. The only thing that I do worry about is like that long staff is going to be a nightmare to transport. Um, just a, a like a, a double length unsupported staff. But the mini, the concept, the everything, spectacular. So I, I, I'm interestingly writing like a little script at the minute um, about Age of Sigma, and one of the things that I like I, I touched on, I was like, when people were like bring bring old world back, it's so good, bring old world back, it's like bring back fantasy Germany and fantasy France <laughs> and yeah. fantasy Egypt, and you're like, okay, this is good, like it's quite clearly got themes coming from kind of uh, like mm-hmm. the Aztecs, they've like some of the mm-hmm. new Cornet war bands and oh. stuff, it's quite fun. They've I think that they've they've picked a zone or an area really for the corn stuff mm. to be from or maybe they're just riffing and it'll go somewhere else after this but i really like that because i would be hard pressed i think i can kind of see the influences like the cultural kind of influences there but similarly yeah. it almost feels like its own thing again which i think is yeah. good um and i'm yeah i think i think it's a great mini i think it's really really cool uh getting onto a rules they look a bit meh uh, a bit mm. uh which is uh, desecrating the blood runes. Uh, once per battle, always a good yeah. start. Uh, yeah. At the end of your movement phase, uh, you can pick one objective terrain feature within three inches. And I assume this uh, this lady does not go super fast. So it's not necessarily a large threat range on this ability. If you mm. do so, uh, so you pick a, yeah, pick a terrain feature of this unit and say that it has been marked with desecrating blood runes. If you do so until the end of the battle, Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by melee weapons by friendly bloodbound units while they're wholly within eight inches of that terrain feature. So there's a lot of stipulations there, which um, yeah. probably, if I was a Cornate player, I would be a bit worried. As we've talked about previously on the show, um, I don't think that the Sin and Bin writers both work now. Either the Sin guy left or the Bin guy left, depending on your interpretation. Uh, based on the new, <laughs> Recent rules. Yeah, based on the new Gits book, the Bin guy left uh, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, because it's really well written and absolutely fine five months, two weeks. Um, so no dramas. <laughs> What's the time thing about? The five months, two weeks. That's, that's how long I, I've decided it, it is before I'll say anything bad about the Gits book. Oh, okay. Five months, two weeks. 
Because you're allowed six hard. months, Nathan. I'm going to try yeah. real hard yeah. to make that not work. <laughs> you have to try really hard to fucking to break ruin your life. What he said, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like. I don't. I don't mind it if she's cheap, and that's like it is an addition where galley vets are the tippity top. So having a galley vet that wants to get to a get the gold, get to an objective, and then makes their people. It's just, I think the tough thing is that you make them more punchy, but not more durable. But then again, that's corn. It'd be weird if it was like, make gives them armor save or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, ultimately, it's just like, so you have got to be near a terrain feature once per game. And also, well, it's just plus one to hit. She's not going to be unique, is she? No. No. So she's probably going to be a priest, as has been pointed out in the chat. I'm sure they could tunnel master wherever the hell they want to. For, and for some next... terrain pizzas can be quite big. So if it's eight inches from a terrain piece, that can be quite mm. a big area. Uh, the, you, no, I agree with you. I don't think it's like awful. I just think that's a lot of that's a lot of stipulations to once make everyone plus one to hit. Oh, make but it's it... for the rest of the game, though, isn't it? I don't hear also attacks men. Many weapons are friendly blood units while they're wholly within eight inches of that objective or terrain feature. So only while they're near that objective. Uh, yeah. Sorry, that terrain mm. feature. All right. So yeah, no, like I know what you mean. So like basically, if you fight yeah. around a certain area, then yeah, you're, you're gonna... then you're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on some, yeah, on some scenarios, that's a good thing. On others, then you probably be looking at terrain features because I'd say like scenarios that have a central objective, this will be really useful for to just plop it down and basically be like, I've got a sixteen-inch bubble in the middle of the board that I get plus one to hit with. Um, yeah, I would say that like, like if I was a corn eight player though, like the first rule I would ever want to see for about a new corn battle turn would be run and charge or yeah. retreat and charge, mm. like something that's because like so I guess it's time to yeah. talk about like kind of wish list yeah. in the new corn book in some ways. So corn have fairly languished in the stats for a couple of years. They're a combat mm. army which has always just not been the best combat army, um, and they don't really do shooting which is a bit of a shame. So like they've they've kind of like they've had their blood tithe mechanic not reworked but like some elements changed on it time and again. And people have definitely won events with corn. They're not useless. Um and then like there's been a lot of like Scarbrand plays recently. So Scarbrand has seen loads of play over the past year that he did not see maybe in the like the two mm. years previous. I think this is a 3 to 4 year book. So it's fairly old. Um, yeah, that book is very old, isn't it? But also, it's the book with the most iterations uh, uh, other than Stormcast, because it was the very first Age of Sigmar book that we got with Stormcast. It was the release army. And then then it's had... So it had that battle tome, and then it's had one, two, three other battle tomes. This being its... I think this will be its fourth battle tome. Mm. Um, uh, So it's it's had a lot, um, although equally the same amount as Lumineth, and that's only been out for like two years or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everything will always have the same amount as Luminaire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, uh, which is pretty funny. But the uh, yeah, so like the the book has languished a little bit. But like it's been always a mid board combat army, which we would love. I and mean, I would love to see, I would love to see some changes to it. Nathan, uh, you ever played against any Cornate armies? You got any thoughts about Corn? What you'd like to see for a Corn army? Yeah, it's been ages since I've played against Corn. I think. Hmm. Um... I can't remember the last time. 
Oh, this bloody computer keeps wanting me to turn off filter keys. No, I don't want to do that, whatever that means. <laughs> Maybe I should take some of the shit off of the keyboard. There you go. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thanks, Lee, for the tech update mid-show. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Always important to know that your tech's functional and yeah, that's prepared. Yeah, good. That's good. People yeah. at home, like, just right now, being like, oh, I'm glad he's told me that. That's really helped me out. <laughs> I, was I was worried for him for a I was worried there, yeah. for him, yeah. There was uh, beeping in my ears. Ah, oh, not one sticky keys. What's that all about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that's the issue is that when your keyboard wants the sticky uh, when, keys. Like, any t- when your technology wants to start kikiing, that's uh, that's a code that you should be aware of. Yeah, that's that means it yeah, wants to you, talk something some shit. you need to be conscious of if you could uh, deal with that. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been ages since I played corn. Um, I think the last time I played it was Scarbrand, and he was quite easy to deal with just by blocking him up because he, he doesn't can't. fly. Yeah, he can't fly, so you block him up till you're ready to deal with him, and then mm. you go over there and you chop him up, and then he dies. He's quite scary if you don't do that, though. He yes. He's also very scary if you leave him on one wound, which I've done a couple of times, like gone in being like, uh, he's got two wounds left, guaranteed I'm going to take off two wounds and then you only do one you're like oh fuck oh fuck no and he just ruins whatever he looks at well so I mean Corn is like such an interesting army like uh, ultimately because it shares a space with lots of other armies like specifically Iron Mm. Jaws Um, like like Iron Jaws are predominantly only a combat army Nighthorn pretty much predominantly only a combat army um, and they've they've both got their kind of unique ways of 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 playing that are quite different to each other. Um, and in a, like and then Slaves of Darkness, they're also our new kind of like combat midboard threat. Most popular faction in the game right now, ten percent of the meta um, in, oh. in tournaments. Yeah, yeah, they're more popular than Stormcast, which is really exciting. Wow. Um, so like they're kind of like an interesting uh, army because they're going to go into the game of battle like specifically like combat orientation and like there's already some really good armies that fulfill that space so i'll be quite interested to see what they do with that also weirdly like corners always been oddly like techy it's always like had quite a lot of like interactions uh, with the blood mm. stuff and all. Oh, even, but even like the use of the the skulls the the blood skull the hex gorgeous oh, skulls or whatever like there's always yeah. been some interesting like tech combos for them yeah, like, like, uh, and the blood tithe, if, if people aren't aware, the blood tithe mechanic is when stuff dies on either person's kind of side of the board, so any player's stuff dies, you add one to the blood tithe, you keep racking those points up and you can use them for abilities, which kind of feels wildly at odds with corn, ultimately. Like, like, yeah. like it almost feels like the, the you know, the war points feels very corny. Like the mm. most, like with the war points again. If you don't know, if you're playing big war, you generate war points, and then generally the army gets stronger. It feels like there should be some sort of like mechanic or threshold that you hit with mm. corn uh, when stuff like a up. similar thing. So as like it builds up a crescendo sort of thing. Is that I think so. I think so. I was like, going to say how how do you how would you expect corn to play compared to like Iron Jaws thing. Well, that's the kind of problem, isn't it? Like, um, uh, the interesting thing with Slaves to Darkness, as we're seeing, is like it's all about those marks that you give them, and um, and they're just, it, 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 um, if you look outside of the cultists, like it's it's quite hard to create like loads of tricksy combos mm. with 
Slaves of Darkness. You can do it, absolutely. You get the right keyword characters, the quite, quite right keyword units. You start combo stacking some stuff. You could do some definitely very interesting things. Um, and that kind of makes sense for Slaves to Darkness in a lot of ways. But other than that, they don't really break the core mechanics of the game. Iron Jaws obviously get like almost uh, like a pseudo double move. They can have yeah. like a charge in your opponent's charge phase. I feel like there should be a sub faction where it's charging your opponent's charge phase because I don't mm -hmm. know how that's not the most corn rule that's ever written ever. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be really interesting to see it play because ultimately I also think a lot of people are really drawn to the corn army. They see it and they're like, yeah. Like they say the word blood for they're like blood for the blood god and they yeah. get the t shirt and they get like a corn tattoo and they're like, Yeah and then they're like, Right, okay. Listen, what we're gonna do turn one, we're gonna sacrifice two units, we're gonna get the blood tithe to double move the bloodthirster turn pile in six inches with this <laughs> other unit. <laughs> Do the boom, yeah? Make sure that you clear that screen, pile in the other one six inches, double activate, there you go. And they're looking at you like, I, I didn't even spell my tattoo right, mate. It's spelled the C. <laughs> it, it says crone. It says, it says crone. It says crone. I think, I, like, okay, one thing I will say is, and I've, having read a few of the books about it as well, and I'm just going to agree with White Trash Wargamer there saying, like, Corn is the god of like valor and military strategy as well. In the same way that people used to go like Slanesh is just all about sex. It's like, well, no, Slanesh is about excess, about you know, gluttony, about you know, all of that stuff. Mm. Um Corn, like there's been some really cool stuff where it's talking about corn, like corn warriors not being blood crazed fiends. They like want to find this, they're almost like they want to find the strongest opponents and defeat them to prove to corn that they're the best. Like there is some knowledge there, but the fact that sometimes the best parts of corn aren't just like it's not the combat. It's like the the army is like when's the army at, when's a, a, a zinch army at its best when it's casting magic or throwing fire at you, you know like when's a nurgle army at its best when it's durably holding up or poisoning you. And it's like when's a corn army at its best? Ah, uh, it's just not when it's piling six inches. Yeah, when it's piling in six inches and hitting you with guys that only hit on a four plus in an army that is completely addicted with oh. close combat. The uh, the other kind of secret is like we haven't seen any of the oracles at the moment. We haven't seen uh, we haven't mm. seen any oracle paint jobs uh, yet. I don't think we've seen any of the the corn bros being painted up. So maybe they're out there in the wild already. We don't know. Uh, so I feel like maybe the th this could be close to release, which would be fun to see uh it's got a big range it's got demons and mortals kind of i guess two mm. sides of a book that gets discussed a lot um mm. uh it feels like it feels like a bloodthirst i know this is gonna sound super weird but it feels like a bloodthirst should be a unit you can't take and one that you summon do you know what i mean mm. like almost like yeah. a threat to your opponent like hey five units oh, are dead yeah. if you kill three more units there's a free bloodthirster on the board like that's all that's an issue for you not an issue for me which i think is quite fun I don't know. I think uh, I think you can do a lot of really interesting stuff with this book, but then that that almost feels at odds with making like making interesting techie pieces for corn mm. feels weird. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, it feels weird when that's the the gearing of the entire army. I don't think it'd be as weird if it was like you've got this huge offensive push and then you're doing some tech in the background. You know, like, like it's like, oh, what are you trying to do? Well, we're, we need to stop the tech from happening, but we need to get through these waves of blood warriors and cultists to do it. That feels very Warhammer. But being like, what are you doing? Everyone stands here in a castle while we gather blood tithe points. And you're like, 
Okay, and then we slingshot a bloodthirster at you. And then after it dies, we probably just slingshot more bloodthirsters at you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because the normal dudes don't do anything in the corner on you, really, other than die. Which is fucked up, because a blood warrior is, like, covered head to toe in weapons. Like, and armor. Like, it's just a full... Like, it's crazy mm. looking at a blood warrior, and it just being not as good as, like... I'm not saying it should be chosen, but it should be decent. Like, in my personal opinion, which is kind of mm. weird. Um, so yeah, I well find... they do, they do hit on threes now, right? Like they're still not sitting in the same. Remember when for like the first two, three books, Blood Warriors, I'm pretty sure were fours and fours or something like that. Yeah, you know, like these are the armored chosen of corn. I think they do hit on threes now, but uh, yeah, it's... I'd like to see them be way more elite personally because you already have like you already have the Reavers who are the naked bros. You don't need like another like trash tier. Uh, Grimlocky, thanks for subscribing. Um, uh, but anyway. Uh, so corn, very interesting, very interesting. Um, uh, I guess we could talk. There's something I wanted to talk about at the end, the kind of the season of the of the one character release. But we'll talk about that as we as we go through. As we oh, by the way, the art because it's going to be relevant in the next conversation. The art's great. Uh, I actually don't know who the guy on the front cover is or what miniature it is. Skull. I, guess, I think it's a skull skull reaver. Yeah, I thought it was a skull reaper as well. Um, yeah. like I thought that that was uh, what it looked like because they can have the they can have demon weapons. You know, like they can have just like the regular axe, or you can give them demon weapons. I think. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. fantastic art. We don't know who made it. Obviously, if you're listening, artist, please join the union. Um, uh, but yeah, it looks great. I think this is some of my favorite art. Nathan, what are your thoughts on the art? Or oh, you still do yeah. the sticky keys? <laughs> yeah. No. You spilt a bunch of porridge in there. I think it's all getting um, stuck. Oh, there he is. I've just built Trekkie Flint. You um, built Trekkie Flint? Oh, Oof. He's just fallen off his base. Standing on his tentacle. Oh, yeah, Jackie. he's on a tentacle. Have you oh, got any thoughts on the art for the, the Blazer yeah. Corn book? <clears throat> the art looks great. Uh, I do like the corn art, actually. Yeah, in that oh, in, on that book. Yeah, that looks cool. Um, yeah. Looking forward to seeing the rules. So... Uh, if they're going to be crazy, if they're going to be like as fighty as squicks, maybe that'll be scary. We'll, well I mean, out. yeah, that's the other problem as well. Like, um, uh, <laughs> uh, that's the other problem is the we we've already had two very big combat forces released. We've mm. had the the slaves to darkness. We've had the squigs in recent memory. Um, so it'll be quite interesting to see where that goes because Beast of Chaos is probably the techiest army in the game. Probably the highest skill ceiling in the game right now is... is oh yeah, the new Beast of Chaos. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where like a pure combat force or a predominantly combat force ends up. Uh, yeah, for anyone who's just joined us late, Nathan is currently bioluminescent uh, thanks to his time <laughs> spent in the Dankhold. So mm. people don't know that. Um the only other thing I just wanted to quickly touch on with the the corn releases is that they're clearly doing there's a new Vanguard box which is just all old models which isn't a problem they're great models they all hold up the blood crushers the blood warriors and the reavers it just seems odd that the character in it isn't the new character you know oh, really? like it, it it seems odd to me that like I mean that genuinely in most of the games workshop releases they release if they release a vanguard box around the same time as a single model foot hero they put the new one in there to encourage you to buy the box no oh they did um, with they did with beast of chaos nathan's yeah. one they just reprinted the same front cover 
yeah, uh, yeah. which was stonks. Yeah, there's a, there's definitely kind of like a weird analysis of these one foot hero releases and what they've done to the army. I have an mm-hmm. ongoing thesis, um, oh, which I'm going to break down at some point, where I think that they've written the books intentionally around the character. Like, mm. like it's necessary. Like you know, they've they've effectively, but they, that doesn't work for Beast of Chaos, and we've kind of talked about it on the show, just in in talking at some point. But I think like if you go back and look, all armies that have kind of emerged, the the most recent mm. kind of Fire Slayers build is just two Flame Keepers as an example. Yeah. Feels like they really wanted to do it with a Thrall Master, but didn't quite pan out the way they yeah. wanted. Um, uh, but yeah, like the those Big single boss. releases. The Squig Boss mm. is like a great example. Like uh, that book is literally written around the Squig Boss, right, Nate? Squig Boss, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's such a such a key element in all those big Squig armies, which are running people over. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, and just... so just to be just to be clear, because the the chat's jumping in there a little bit as well. I kind of meant like I I was admittedly looking at the 40k stuff as well. Um, because if you look the far sight and uh what's his nuggets the other one yeah. um the orc both got put in their boxes so it seems odd that the releases all being announced around the same time are uh being done differently <laughs> i'm gonna nathan just uh listen the microphone near your face bud just for just for, oh, for it's okay we won't well, I'll, I'll cut that out of the recording don't worry that's, that's... no no it's fine okay no. <laughs> it's the best part of the show Oh, and no. when we say hello again. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that when we say it. Uh, right, okay. So um, uh, let's talk about uh, the next one, which is Slanesh. Oh, boy. The Lord of the Lord of Hubris punishes right. foes who will fall for his perniculous, perniculous, perniculous? Pernicious. Perniciously peacocking provocations. Whew. Okay. Uh, the Dark Prince Slanesh remains incarnated in so- for fuck's sake. The Dark Prince Slanesh remains incarcerated in the Twilight non realm of Ulguish through his mortal legions continue though his mortal legions continue to try and free him. I must even need to read and free him with all their might and guile. Uh, now an arrogant new hero has deigned to join the quest, straightening to battle and daring anyone who thinks they're skilled enough to make him take him on in single combat. So uh, here we go. Uh, the the new mini. Uh, what do we think of this guy, the Lord of Hubris? I thought the mini looks cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the general consensus on computers has been, but yeah, looks cool. I don't think there has been a general consensus. I think right. like I think a lot of people mm. really like it, but I think there's a really good conversation about the fact that oh, it's good. it doesn't have a lot of like filigree and other stuff, so it's quite like there's I... a lot of negative space. That's what I'm gonna I say. I love it. I, I do you know why I love this model because it's not over designed if you want to add a bunch of shit to it you can add a bunch of shit to it but it doesn't have tons of unnecessary detail love Disagree. it loads of extra detail that's what I'm paying money for <laughs> like 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 I know like I know that we are all being robbed by the price of these minis but like I at least want it to like have 19 different textures and layers why isn't there like a weird bobcat at its feet or you know it's just something weird and additional so i want spend a lot of money on this dan i don't want like just a regular sword that maybe i could sculpt and i don't say that lightly i don't see that lightly okay um he looks like sigval from the pound shop says rob kelly love it okay that seems fair 
Um, uh, Rob has been arch villain pilled. I have been. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> uh, is it even chaos if it isn't covered in spiky bits? That's also a really great point. I agree. Terrible website, though. Uh, right. Mm. These master duelists make flamboyant beelines the enemy's finest, aiming to goad them into personal combat with their arms spread. Um, and then we've got this. Your, th- their rule. <laughs> you first, I insist. Um, this unit has a ward of 4+. plus. In addition... He's not I love left. that it's an in addition to a ward. You know, yeah. like, it's like he's got a ward. In addition, you're like, what the fuck does his ward need on top? That should be the end of the rule. This unit has a four plus ward. Next, Next rule. Next yeah. rule, yeah. Like, because yeah. they're not related. It's just no, like... <laughs> no, it's just like, like, uh, like the whole you first, I insist. How does that relate to him having a four plus ward? Like, he's like, you first, I insist. Saying that gives him a four plus ward. Fuck off. Yeah, two two rules, no also, in addition. Also, I'd like to point out that I actually do like the mini a lot because he looks like the pink guy who's like offering Batman out, or maybe Bane in that kind of uh, in the meme. Um, Jog PLC, I'm going to say, has hit the nail on the head with Bowie's Goblin King. Amazing. Wait, so he looks good. like he does. He does not look as cool as Bowie's Goblin King. What? I, it, no, but it's giving that vibe. I get it. Yeah, there's some there's some powerful copies energy. Almost a, almost a gut plate. Almost which, a gut plate. Yeah, true. Which I think is quite interesting. Almost a gut plate. Okay, uh, you first. I insist. This unit has a foot ward of a four plus. In addition, at the end of the charge phase, you can pick one enemy unit, and this is the end of every charge phase. You can pick one enemy unit within one inch of this unit, and say that the Lord of Hubris will give them the chance to strike first. If you do so, the strike first effect applies to that enemy unit in the following combat phase. But all of that unit's attacks must target this unit. Love it. So that's pretty awesome. Like you assume he dies very, very quickly. I mean, like five <laughs> wounds, five wounds with a four-up save. But it's quite interesting. Like burying him or nestling him in the front of an army mm. um, is quite fun. I quite like that, especially against like Death Star units. Uh, that's or pretty interesting. Him, giving him Tunnel Master popping up and having a re like using your your a command point to reroll your charge. You've got a good chance of hitting your nine, and then say tagging someone's screen on the corner and forcing them to to be stuck in a combat they can't fight. Yeah, it's true. You aren't for you aren't in Age of Sigmar. You are forced to fight if you're if you're eligible to fight. You have to fight. Mm. Um, however, you're not you're if you're eligible to pile in, you don't have to pile in. A kind of interesting mechanics. I think what's really uh, interesting about this is like shutting Death Stars down. But the kind of counterplay to this is, like I said, we're seeing loads and loads of mortal wounds in the charge phase at the moment. And I love the idea of just running through and like this guy just being like, <laughs> "You first, I insist." And the loads of squigs just being like, "No, actually, me first. Splat. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're gonna eat your mates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, though, a unit has to declare all of their attacks at this, like where their attacks are going when they fight. Mm. So, if, for instance, like say a, a stone horn goes into him or something like that, or a big unit of squigs, you have to say, like, at the time when you're declaring, it's like, cool, everything's going into him. Sure, you kill him, but you stop that unit from allocating any attacks to well, the rest so, of the unit. But even normally, after he dies. normally, charge phase mortal wounds happens in the charge phase. So oh, like, that yeah, happens, true. Yeah, that course, happens yeah. before that. Um, yeah. So that's quite. But again, they're not. That's not super common. Like it's not all mm. over the place. But it's quite fun that we've been seeing. And he's it. got a four up ward, so he's probably going to have those. So. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I think I think it's a great rule compared to the corn eight rule. It feels mm. really wicked. Um, yeah. And then we've got the uh, the frankly terrible front cover for the Sinesh book, uh, which is perfect pleasure and pain because if they end up with really great bo- rules in the book, then they're going to be like, oh yes, finally. But also, oh, the book looks. Gross. I'm pretty sure I've seen the original artwork for this, and it's better. Like it's darker. The um, the Keeper of Secrets has a dead person in their claw. Like, I, I had think that this artwork isn't the original artist's version. They changed it and updated it. They made it brighter because I've seen the comparison of the two. And the original is much better. Yeah, the uh, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, they did they did change huge portions of it. The colours, they uh, even... Um, I, sorry to go here. But the uh, the pillar in the back of the picture, they, they smoothed it off. I don't want to explore that anymore on the mm-hmm. Snesh front cover but that happened um oh, and yeah like there's been a load of the yeah they they polished the shaft at the back <laughs> which does seem about right <laughs> yeah 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 uh, i've also seen the original and the original does look better but this is why we get to talk about um the Sinesh as an army right uh number one i think that oh we didn't talk about the vanguard boxes sorry uh the vanguard box for this army we should talk about first uh the heat knights of Sinesh. pretty good box i'm not i'm gonna say it um, great! You got Bliss Barb Archers. You got the F- Slangor Fiend Bloods, uh, and you're also got either Slick Blade Seekers, or I think they're a dual kit, or they they mm. go in with a Slick Blade, uh, not Slick Blades, the the other ones, the Reavers. Bliss Barb Archers. Yeah. Uh, the Bliss Barb yeah, Seekers. Then, yeah. yeah. That's one, um, and I think it looks yeah. very like I think it's a great box. Like if I was buying GW minis. And then, the Shard Speaker is an awesome model as well. The, the character is a fantastic in there. model. I reckon you can comfortably sell the Shard Speaker to people who just want a cool mini. Yeah. Like, it's like it's a... Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. So I think it's one of those boxes that if you were buying GW minis, you could buy it an absolute ton of. That said, mm-hmm. though, Dan, kind of one of the chats that you've been having recently is about over-designed minis. And I think mm-hmm. couldn't be an army that's more over-designed. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like and see the and the reason I talk about over design right is that heavily uh, designed miniatures with tons of different textures and all that that's all well and good but then you have to paint it and yes you've got the slap chop that that cuts through a lot of that and can get it but for a lot of people that excess detail is a barrier to entry and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing I'm just saying that more and more the we've got everything is getting more and more design more and more elements more and more detail we're not seeing any more like simple entry point stuff for people that maybe want to cut it down i think Um, i think i think i think it's going to swap back i think that they're going to realize that they've over designed and then they're going to swap back Mm. i think the most recent space marines are kind of an example of that um but like you know we're probably looking at miniatures that were designed up to and this is going to probably blow your mind five years ago like, mm-hmm. like it could be within the past four. Uh, like, mm. like, like, but they weren't. They weren't designed two years ago. They were designed beyond that. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's how far out that they they work, yeah. uh, which is pretty crazy. So it's going to take a lot of time to get that feedback that maybe some of this stuff is over designed. But I mean, because that over designed, if you want to paint, if like if you want to paint, you can just have the best fucking day painting, right? This is mm. like this is hours and hours of hobby available Absolutely. from the set. Like, which but, is... but that's what I I don't mind having bits that you put on, you know, like the detail that you add to a mini. That's fine, but it's when it's sculpted on, and the the if you don't want it, you have to find a way to carve it or clip it off, which a lot of the time I do. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Neith, do you like the Vanguard box? Yeah, sweet. I, I like the... Uh, <clears throat> uh, the Slanesh models are cool. The Bliss Barb's great. Um, but like you say, they are proper intricate as well. But then this dude, the new dude, like we've just said earlier, he's a bit more... Mm. Bit more of just a regular dude, just put on his normal pants instead of his fancy ones. So he is—he's not—he is not, as they say, a fancy pants. So Sinesh, uh so, interesting right. uh, as an army. Uh, originally, it had it, it, way back in the day. Being an old man, um, uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the general's handbook contained allegiance abilities for armies that didn't have books yet. And that's where we mm. first saw Sinesh's Allegiance Abilities. Then we got mm. the first book, and as they know, well, as you all know or should know, fucking one, rocked. The, yeah, yeah, they, they rocked it. They rocked it. Yeah, they. I don't know if there's. I got called a terrorist for just saying that they should be banned from events. Uh, they rocked it in in a. Sorry, I should be clear. They rocked it in a truly bad way. It was it was a pretty rough negative play experience going up against them. Yeah, they had the yeah. It was the most broken book there's ever been. I think that's Keeper of, probably true. Keepers, keepers of secrets and characters making enemy units fight last on a two up or a four up, being able to attack twice, like keepers of All secrets of them attacking, attacking twice. twice. Yeah, like it was it was messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah it probably was fairly ordinary in today's books, but at the time it was mental. Oh, I don't know. What they were fighting against. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you remember. Like, it, like the whole thing. You struck last with the whole thing. It was a one drop. Like you could roll multiple two ups mm, to make yeah. them fight last. Oh yeah, yeah. And then like every wound you, you would... did generated depravity, and you would just be uh, every wound. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, every wound their heroes did as well. So it was wounds yeah. done to their heroes and wounds done by their heroes on things with multiple wounds. So by the usually by the time your first like or second combat phase, they'd summoned an additional keeper of secrets just because you hurt their current ones. And if you killed them, they like effectively could almost summon them back by that point in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each one of your keepers that took wounds, I reckon, un FAQ'd first like release Sinesh probably still batters everything in this meta. Like, yeah. like I'm yeah. trying to think. I mean, sure. Squigs will it... give him. Squigs will give him a good run, but they'll they'll murder a lot of fucking Squigs, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. you'll you'll damage them oh, on the charge, sure. which they'll generate points depravity. Po this is the old book, right? You'd hit them on the charge, they'd generate depravity points. They'd make you fight last. They'd fight twice, and then if anything that was left to fight would generate them more depravity points. And all of your Squigs are two wounds, right? Yeah. So yeah. every one of them that dies generates a depravity point for them. So before you've attacked, they've probably summoned a new Keeper of Secrets per unit of squeaks. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally, yeah. Like, still thinking about it now, it had an 80% win rate. And then it went down to a very <laughs> yeah. casual 70% win rate for nine months. Yeah. <laughs> like, people were just like, everyone in the world was just winning with it. I was like, what's the fucking point of us being here? Like, Stat Center was so dull. I was like, if you if you yeah. think, like, you're like, oh, Rob, I've heard you say the Lumineth Castle a lot. I'm like, fucking watch. This is this is a green and pleasant land, is which I'm living in. Um, anyway. I, I remember playing against them with, because uh, this was, for me, this was still, dis like, dispossessed mode. And the way that I beat them was mostly because all my troops are one wound. So they were only generating depravity off me from my heroes. 
but I just had to like hold and shoot off the two or three keepers that came, then wait for them to summon one or two more and shoot that off. And then I could start playing the game and just pray that there were enough turns left for me to score points. Well, like it was a, it was an awful book to play against. To be fair though, it did require you to use multiple command ability, the same command ability multiple times. You wouldn't be yeah. able to do anymore, but probably the, the AOS three version of that would, would ha- give you access to that. But then what's fun is it was so wildly fucked. It was so wildly broken broken and it was one of the it was like it was like lumineth where you ended up with like a wave one and a wave two so we saw like the the, mm. the demon side and then we eventually saw like the mortal side so mm. like we, like we saw with lumineth so it kind of felt like a like um, which was probably what we're gonna see for cruel boys I'm, I'm, I'm very much feeling that mm. um and then when we did see the mortals included uh like that second book which is the current book was real bad like loads of fights on the internet about how bad it was but yeah. it turned out to be truly shit like absolutely mega shit because it turns out like the first one everyone was like yes yeah, super well designed but just a few problems it didn't have anything in it other than fight twice strike last like army wide mm. which turns out and to be good summoning yeah fight yeah twice, strike last good summon yeah which turned out to be mega good uh and then <laughs> and then they took that away from them and everyone was like everyone was like oh this fucking sucks and it did suck for a long time um which is a sad, a sad because it's got some of the best minis maybe in the game maybe in all of miniature wargaming so i don't know what we're going to see with this new book uh, yeah. if anyone wants to know what they currently play like like a bag of shit um so like they're a combat army bit of shooting all of it's bad that's my current review yeah. if someone was to they ask me from- they went from hero to zero very quickly. Yeah, they went to anti-hero. I mean, people have still done well with them. Sinesh won an event this weekend, just gone. Uh, somehow. Mm. Uh, went 5-0. Um, uh, like, they have gone 5-0 in this edition of Age of Sigmar. Um, so, like, legit in a lot of ways. But my question to you both is, hit, miss, or middle? Because, like, I feel like they swung so aggressively the other way last time. Mm. I feel like this, again, needs a redesign from the ground up. They've got loads and loads of units. They've got big monsters in the Keeper of Secrets. If I can wish list one thing, if you don't mind, I want mm. Shalaxi to be like 220 points and I want it to be more deadly than a Moor Crusher. I want Shalaxi to be, have to be yeah. like, an, like, an, like, if you have a monster that's a hero, Shalaxi wins. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Every time. Because that's her job. She's a duelist and she's a Keeper mm. of Secrets duelist with a spear. That's what I want. That's my wish list. I, uh, I hope that it's, it's she also kind of hunts galley vets. Like, get, I don't mind a big monster like that. Who? What did they do? They hunt monster heroes and that big spear. They're just reaching over and you've got your little five wound clan. Rat and she's like, nope. Boop, and just like stabs it and plucks it up into the air and it's done. Mm. Like, that's that's fine because Shalaxi has sucked hot garbage since she was released. So it would be nice to see her get some time in the sun. Yeah, I'd really like to see it. Nathan, you got any yeah. wish lists? <clears throat> Uh, like you say, the models are so great. The Keeper of Secret models are awesome. Those two other weird heroes, Sinessa and whatever, they're cool. Yes, yes. Uh, the Mortals have always sucked, so it'd be great to see them perform, to be fair. Because mm. uh, it was demons, mainly, when they were kicking butt, wasn't it, really? Yes, it was yeah. the demons. It wasn't the Mortals. Yeah. It was never the no. Mortals. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Let's see uh, some mortals running around and Slangle, obviously, as well. Oh, they're good now. 
They're super good from the Beast of Chaos book. They're really Hello. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The comedy is if they then go back to being terrible in this book. <laughs> <laughs> so in Beast of Chaos, it's like slang or rock. And then when they're like, we're here, friends. They're like, ah, uh, mate, no, well, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be cool just to see them out again. Yeah. What's, what's quite interesting with the Snesh book as well, Nathan, I think you hit the nail on the head, is they've got like probably one of the, like other than Lumineth, probably one of the biggest new release ranges that we've got. Mm. And the miniatures are phenomenal. Senessa, Glutos, we've got all the demon stuff, oh, yeah. all the foot characters, Painbringers. Like, they, they've legitimately got the options to do a Slaves to Darkness, where they're like, right, okay, every unit has a role in this army. Like, we mm. have every option. Like, we've got a weird bird thing that's a peacock. Give that something. We've got a fucking dude having dinner on a chariot. Give that guy. Like, you can legitimately... Like, mm. it's... Yeah. Mm, mm. Like, it's, it's actually phenomenal. I actually think yeah. about it. I think I'm actually really hyped for this because I think this legitimately has got the most chance to show them as game designers flexing. Mm. This is where they can really, like... Because the Shalaxi and Keeper of Secrets have zero to do with the fucking giant peacock lady thing which have little to do with the pain bringers mm. or orgots they're so wildly different right yeah mm. uh, and, and they've got some real cool little heroes as well oh so, yeah man yeah, yeah. like you if i could paint those, so. yeah you never yeah. see them yeah like lord yeah. of pain's really cool um what the one from the vanguard box i forget that one's name that's phenomenal yeah. The shard speaker, that's what it's called. It's just the harp thing is really great. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, just, the yeah. dual, you know, like the one on top of the other one's shoulders. Oh, as well. yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's not Sinessa, is it? That's uh... that's something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The demon prince dude. And yeah. And they've got like their own in the spells and a fucking terrain piece. Yeah. They are pretty complete. Uh, yeah. book model wise they're just Actually, they I'd, can... I'd forgotten about their terrain piece that was yeah. the other thing about the original book that fucking sucked because i Chain sorry summoning. i know i know i know we're going back to it but just to talk about the first slanesh book you got a crazy you sacrifice stuff game. you sacrifice stuff into their terrain piece right for those that don't remember or don't know but you could use a once per game artifact turn one and then throw it e used so you've used it, you've got the buffs, and then throw it into the, the portal to get maximum rewards for, for sacrificing it, even though you sacrifice nothing because it was a once-per-game artifact. It's still an artifact, it only works once per game. So you could be like, cool, I use it, I throw it into the thing, and I get super buffs. No downside. Yeah, it was it was a mistake. Let's put it that way. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, like, I think that this is the book maybe I'm most excited about. Like, I think Korn's very cool. But corn, I think, is a real problem because it's kind of like it's just a, it's just a really it competes interesting... with iron jaws and all of mm. that, doesn't it, really? Yeah, but like, and I feel yeah. like it, like that also has a bunch <clears throat> of great minis, and then you're then being like, like differentiating between wrathmongers, blood warriors, and skull reapers is already a problem before mm. you add the exactly the same like role in the army bl um uh blood letters that you're going to throw in there as well then oh, you're yeah, yeah. like so they're all in that kind of like heavyweight we're going to like stab you to death tier right then you've got like <laughs> <laughs> then you've got corn <coughs> juggernauts and then you've also got the the guys the demon versions of those and you're like what's yeah. the fucking difference you've got four bloodthirsters Scarbrand and the three other bloodthirsters. They all want to do the same thing to you. Mm. Yeah, they all want to do the same thing. That's actually... Whereas 
the yeah. keeper secrets all of them want to do different things to you. And some of them are very interesting. They want to do different naughty things to you. So, <laughs> sometimes, yeah, they want to all want to do the same different things to different people. And yeah, yeah it's just yeah. 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 So yeah, like I think the next one's probably the most exciting. Um, but Corn's probably going to be the most interesting. Definitely two options for them to really flex. And after what they did with KO, because I'm feeling more and more confident after the KO review about mm. KO, this is the two that I'm like, okay, time to wow me. Because, uh, or we're going to get a copy and paste, which is fucking devastating, I think, for everybody, but we'll see. <laughs> there, is, there is also the chance that that's going to happen. Poor Skaven, poor Skaven. All right, final bit of news uh, is we've got the Skink Starseers. Okay, our cold-blooded clairvoyance use the heavens. So we just got a new, we got a new uh, skink model, basically, uh, as you can see mm. here, with some updated rules. And I thought it was worth talking about as well. Um, uh, so we got a new skink stars here. So the old Teto Echo is no more. Great. And, and now there is a new. I like the original Teto Echo. It's one new, of my. It, it, it was a cool model, but it was a, a little bit dated compared to the new. Stuff. You honestly think so? I don't think it was dated at all. I think that was. Yeah. I'm not much of an old hammer person, but I think that one was. Like, 10 out of 10, in my personal opinion. Um, but it was fine cast or whatever. Uh, so, Dan, you like this one. You think it's good? I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I'm a big fan. Big, big fan. Okay. All right. Nathan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I've, I didn't even know that there was another Seraphon model, so I'm just looking at it now. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Let's give you a minute. Oh, Let's give a... you a minute, mate. Don't worry. Tell, tell he's me where on a fancy chair, isn't he? He's, got, he's on a very got, fancy chair. He's got the fanciest chair. Ah, and he's got a sweet helmet. What, his yeah. little... Uh, yeah, he has. His, oh, he's got... There's different types of helmets he can have. Oh, they're all pretty cool. I even... I also love the model can either be, like, ruminating over a crystal ball or holding the crystal ball and sitting in the chair. Like, even that, for me, is a yeah. really nice... Like, it's small, but it's a great little... Uh, just a great little piece to it. Yeah, so a question does arise, though, because obviously we're in the... Uh, we don't know if this Seraphon is going to be out at the same time as Galician Champion is still going to be in it. But the real question is, Nathan, is he's technically, I guess, on a chair. Uh, yeah. So, mm. Dan, Nathan, is he? Is that a mount or no longer a mount? It, I mean, I think it should be a mount, but he probably will also have some kind of bodyguard rule where he can power stuff off. Because I think the purpose of the Galician veterans is that they can hide... You know, like they can be. You mean Galician Gle champions? You mean champions? Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, is that they can be hidden? Where he, that's he's not a subtle boy. Yeah, you know, you can't, like you it's can't like, hide on a chair like that, can you? Not, well, you can not hide a, behind the chair. Not a floating chair with a gigantic visible power disc. You know, like it's just you stand out like dogs' balls. <laughs> you do stand out. I really like the star <laughs> map behind him. I think the star map's mm. really great. Um, I think it's really nice. That's just Nathan's uh, necklace. <laughs> it does, yeah. Nathan, you've dressed up. Nathan, we didn't know, but you've dressed up as the stars here. Yeah, fuck. I should have put my helmet on. Yeah, that would have been perfect. That'd be perfect. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's somewhere. a great model. I don't mm. dislike the old model though. Uh, we're definitely now getting the the techno. They've they've integrated that techno vibe very mm. heavily into it now. We're, they're definitely now space lizards. Yeah, I think like yeah. that we can confirm. There was for a while we're not sure. Um, there's a good question in the chat. What else do we think is coming? I think Croxagora is a is an obvious mm. one. I think if they're updating Salamanders, they're probably updating Razordons as well. 
Yeah. Or they might just Razorons might just disappear too. Like there there may be units that go the way of the dodo. That's true. Well, that's true. Well, the Razorons model is not that bad compared mm. to like, the fucking old Salamander models. Mm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I quite like the Razorons model, but like maybe yeah. they're just going to do away with a bunch of stuff. We're not sure. Yeah. Um, is the Razorons resin? Razorons is yes. resin, and the Temple Guard are also re- not Temple Guard. Sorry, not that the... that matters because they've kept resin stuff in other ranges. So. They have okay. not. They've tried the, to get um... rid of it as many places as they can, though. Yeah. 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 The big thing I want to see is them bring back the old uh, D6 reroll rule for the Star Seer. That's what I want. I want to bring back. Me too. Ra- they never will. They they won't. Guessing. But God, that guessing was a great. That was a games. great little and bit staring of staring competitions. Yeah, guessing it. Game. That was the best time. Um, that was uh, great. Yeah. So uh, oh, t- it temp- looks like it's going to be a big release though. There's so many models coming every every week. There's bloody Seraphon. Mm. Stuff so what have we got? We've got a new slant. Well, it's quite. I mean, like, so croak didn't Birds come from. Yeah, croak didn't come from anywhere, right? There's like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain it's kind of like um, where I'll like if we just kind of save that combo to the anywhere. end. Like mm. what I mean is, is like they they didn't just design croak and then start nude sculpts. Like I'm nude almost sculpts nudes. Send nudes. Oh yeah, that's because of the, the, the he says that because of the um you know the saurus have the they've yeah. got the, the bulge. they've got the the yeah. groin. They've got the Mons Pubis. Yes. So like, I think we're going to see Saurus uh, Knights. We're also going to see Temple Guard out of this range. But what I was trying to say was, you pricks. Yeah, we'll talk We'll talk, we'll talk. talk about it at the end. Uh, anyway, Skink Stars here, Scry of the Stars. Is it the ability that we've been showcased? Does that mean we have to say hello again? No, we're not saying hello end. anymore. Oh I promise. God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Honest War. Game. Oh my God! This is the Rob's end. your host, Tim. Uh, this is Nathan, and I'm Dan. Scare, scry the stars. Once per battle in your hero phase, you can say that this unit will scry the stars. If you do so, roll a number of dice equal to the number of the current battle round. So turn two will be two. For each two plus, you can pick one friendly Seraphon unit on the battlefield. That unit has a ward of five plus until the start oh. of your next hero phase. What the hell? That's, <laughs> That's... a solid turn. That's a solid <laughs> set of rules, if you can read. Yeah, he's like... going to be 60 points. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's, it's, wait, it's, on one, it's once per battle. So, like, turn oh, one. Only I... once per battle? Yes. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. well, like I could just, like, turn one, just be like, okay, one unit's getting a five-up ward. Two, yeah, yeah. Turn two, fair two enough, units. I think it's quite interesting. It's great for, like, that clutch turn three, turn four push, you know? Like, where you're, you want, you're, your opponent's trying to push you off objectives and you use it to push back or to hold. I, th- I actually really like that as an ability. Really good if you've got the start of the turn as well, then they get the turn, then they get mm. the double. You'll have yeah. it over a long period of time. I guess that's the yeah. thing is, yeah, it is in your hero phase, so you wanna you wanna do it on a turn where you have the top. Yeah, Until potentially. The start of your next hero phase, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I think yeah. uh, I think uh, it's it's quite interesting, um, and again, like it's quite fun seeing Seraphon next to Sanesh as, uh, as one of our upcoming books, because obviously Seraphon when they got released were medium good. Uh, is how I would describe them. Completely <laughs> fine. Charitable. Charitable. Uh, absolutely no dramas uh, from the Seraphon army. And um, and then since then, uh, like, you know, there's been a fair amount of complaints. So I wonder if they'll scale <laughs> that back uh, a little bit. Thank you. Thank no. You. Thank you. Uh, or whether they'll be cold-blooded and 
Uh, oh no, I'm not taking this any further. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll do. Uh, I mean, the power, <laughs> the, the power level of Seraphon was very strong, so it'd be interesting to yeah. see where it goes. I think everyone's going to be hype no matter what because mm. the models are just sick, right? Yeah. yeah, and it looks like it's going to be a big, big release. So, and that always gets people's juices flowing. I also yes. think Seraphon will. Seraphon's going to be a good release because they're a great army for people. Like, and that's something like talking about design, right? Like Sora, Skinks previously were a great army for people to pick up if they weren't crazy confident with painting because they were largely skin and scale with a couple of items on them. And then you could add more or as you went up towards heroes and more elite troops, you had more detail. So I do hope that they're still in a place where they can easily be put together. Um, because they do look like the source stuff that we saw looked quite cleanly designed. And I really like that personally. I think it looks very good. I think I agree with you. Yeah. I, th I think there's loads of detail on the other minis. Yeah, it's... on them bird things, there's loads of feathers and stuff in there. Yeah, they look great. They look great. And this I, I... chair guy. Yeah. Someone was unhappy you dissed the salamander when it sh in the YouTube comments last time, Nath. Like, it was funny. Well, it's ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's double down. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> this ain't no is... down like double down. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Right, Welcome. so... One, the last bit, because uh, we won't have time to cover KO today, so we won't do that. We'll do that on another show. Um, uh, like, I wanted to talk to you both about something that I've been kind of like working through, um, and I wonder what your thoughts are. So we're quite far into the edition now, and in fact, uh, because we now know three of the battle tomes that are coming in the future, uh, we know that the other two battle tomes are, well, two of the others are going to be Death, and they're going to be Soul Blight, Grave Lords, and OCR Bone Reapers, mm. with Flesh Eater Courts, which we thought was in the summer, being later in the year. Um, and then we and we also know we've got the kind of like the the the, the penitent crusade, the cities of Sigma, mm. whatever it's going to be, yeah. uh, the crusader non problematic bros. Dawnbringers, Dawnbringers, thank you, uh, come in. So we know we got that as well. I kind of how I wonder because we're now, I mean, a uh, eighteen months, not even that, away from a new edition. So we're halfway mm. through, uh, effectively. So I was, I was wondering what you both thought because. It's kind of been quite interesting as a release. I'll try and like I'll try and fire off the neurons as you go. The idea, the, the thoughts are, is I feel like it's a fairly miserly edition. I've absolutely loved this edition rules wise, but miniatures mm. release wise, it's felt very thin. And I'd like to talk about some of those elements now. Um, so uh, just to kick us off, we had new Stormcast obviously, and we had new Crawlers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, then we went into Nurgle, and I don't think we got anything for Nurgle. I think we got a character. We, yeah, we did. We got the Rockbringer Coven Sorcerer. Yes. Uh, yeah. we, we got Nurgle, um, and then now I just got to think through, haven't I? What did we ended up getting? Um, we got. We've ended up with Gits. We got a character for Gits. Uh, oh, sorry, and the Wolves. Apologies, mm -hmm. and the Wolves. Oh. Uh, talk about that. Uh, we got Zinch. Which, we got oddly one... enough. Like, sorry, just to jump in. Yeah. We did get wolves for Gits, but then wolves aren't the hero of that book. Squigs are the hero of that book. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Like it's, yeah. it's odd to be like, this is the new sculpt and a hero. However, the old sculpt is what you're going to want. No one's, no one wants wolves when they can have squigs. Yeah. Um, and we then also have Beasts of Chaos at the same time. Beasts of Chaos. We had a Beast Lord. Mm -hmm. That's all we had for that, mm -hmm. that range. Um, and then we had Zinch, and we just had uh, a foot character. We had Fire Slayers. We had a foot character. We had Daughters of Cain. We had a foot character. Um, I think that's most. Oh, we had Skaven. We had a foot character. Uh, then we had Slaves of Darkness, and we had like a, a, a fairly big release. Sylvaneth had some, mm. definitely. Uh, we had like we had what three kits for Sylvaneth? We had like a tree. 
we didn't get Dryads updated. Uh, we had an LRL foot character because I forgot LRL mm-hmm. came out. Nighthorn yeah. ended up with the crossbows. And oh, yeah. actually, Nighthorn ended up kind of interesting. Crossbows, the boat, and then the Screeber Mortis, which is kind of a weird one. Um, uh, yeah, which was pretty interesting. So, like, I guess that's kind of what I, I, like. This is this is more of a litmus test. This is more of like a question. Mm. So maybe it should be a separate video. Hello, welcome to the Swag Event. No, <laughs> my name's Rob. <laughs> no, the question is for everyone in the chat, anyone watching on YouTube or as a podcast, because I would like to know. I'd like to crowdsource an answer. I guess really, how have you felt about the edition so far? Because we know there'll be a new edition in a year and a half. And we know that there'll be, let's say, a new Fire Slayers book, right? And I was, the Fire Slayers range was, like, new in Age of Sigmar. And I was really mm. shocked that we didn't end up with, like, some Fire Slayer Cav or something. And then there's mm. some really good evidence that Games Workshop has loads of sculpts for ranges. And they just haven't put them out. Like, for instance, when we saw Croak released, and now mm. we're seeing all the Seraphon two years later. Because we saw that during uh, Broken mm. Realms, right? Um, yeah. So we saw that then. That, and that means that they had them then. We saw Sinesh Demons come out, and then two years later we saw Sinesh Mortals come out. We saw half mm. LRL. We saw half LRL. So we know that they're arranging stuff in like that they're they're, they're, they're mm. sculpting massive ranges, and then they're just sat on them. And I guess yeah. I don't know. Like it, some of them have felt very miserly. Like the Skaven one was just like here's mm. a book, like and a bit of a placeholder. And I wonder. Oh no no, they got hey they got a book and they got an assassin. Yes yes, they, yes you're <laughs> right you're right. Uh, but like, also like I mean, do I want them to double the size of the range of the Gloom Spike Gits? That's kind of a question. Someone will say something along the lines of like stock issues and everything else, but understand that I really don't give a fuck about GW, and I'm thinking about us as a consumer only. I'm like, do I want twice as many goblin models? Answer: Yes. Like, yeah, like, like they're like, but they can't Always store it. Yes. I'm like, that sounds like a them problem, not a me problem. Yeah, like. like <laughs> so I guess I'm asking, how do you two feel about it, uh, uh, Dan? What are your like kind of initial thoughts? Uh, I. I actually don't mind it being a tighter edition as far as model releases go. If the models they released maybe had a bit more impact in every release, if that, I don't know if I'm making a lot of sense, but like, so the, the squeak boss, right? I don't mind that he released and it was like, this dude makes squigs fucking rock. You know, like that, that was a big thing there, but then there've been other cat, like the Skaven death master that they released. I'm pretty sure I've never seen in a tournament list outside of some fun skew lists taking like that focus on Eshin. Um, and that like, uh, or, uh, ogres, right. The ogre model that they released was clearly supposed to replace the current Icebrow hunter who is still resin because they have almost identical rules and almost identical loadouts. They just do the same thing with a tiny difference. One brings dogs, one hides in the bushes. So all I'm saying is like, I don't mind our hero because I think it slows the bloat, the, the, the overwhelming bloat of it. But when they're not all, when the majority of them, you don't have a reason to put in your army. That for me is not well done. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, interesting. Interesting. What do you think, Nathan? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a uh, fair, fair point. And that, uh, I, obviously, I wouldn't mind if there were a load more goblin units, but 
Possibly my girlfriend might worry because then there would be no other room in the house. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a her problem. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a her problem. Uh, so the bloat is a thing, I guess. That that word. Uh, from, from, so, from the internet. From Dan. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a thing to think about. But yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know. I guess... Uh, I'm just thinking about it now. So that just means this General's Handbook's only got a few more months then, does it? Five, uh, f- four and a bit months till the summer. Yeah, six, six monthly changes. So we should see one end of June to mid-July, right? Yeah. And then we've got a year left on the edition, which takes us to Christmas. And Christmas we end up with uh, like the Broken Realms narrative, whatever it will be for this version of the of, of the game. Um, and, and, and I really do not mind uh, a continuing like narrative like I, yeah. I I legitimately don't mind I think the thing that kind of gets me a little bit uh, especially when the rules are very copy and pasted feels kind of rough um but like if you're like a, like because again like maybe all three of us Nathan actually you're mm. in fact actually no just me Nathan and Dan you're pretty good representatives of people who normally stick to an army and like an army and I think mm. financially a lot of people really only commit to an army or two, and like Nathan just mm. said, space becomes an issue. So you know, you've been through you've been through a generation with a book, and then you're like, right, new book. We talk about support for Age of Sigmar all the time. There's definitely a new rule. Mm. Uh, there's definitely a new rule book. But I feel mm. like I definitely want new minis. Like if I'm yeah, building yeah. a new army and a new faction, I don't mm. just want a one foot like a one one mm. character on foot. Like yeah. like Firesays are a good example. You know, like I've, I've really, I'm really turned around on Firesides at the minute. I think there's some really fun stuff, especially with the Flamekeeper. Um, and like, you could definitely kit bash and or just use proxy minis to oh. make a very cool mm. looking Fireside army versus the one that they have. Imagine if you just did Dwarf Snaith with like great weapons instead of like mm. Fireside, right? Like that'd be cool. Um, so like, I like that but, idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is a legit way to do the hobby is to rotate armies, and mm. you see people do it. That just buy an army, paint it up play with it for a few months and then sell it and then do it do it repeat and rinse and repeat uh you know and that's it's a legit way to hobby and people get a lot out of the hobby doing that and i guess they would love it if there were new models because then that would be like well that's my next army is Mm. lined up so i'll recycle i'll just go into those yeah Lake Saves the Darkness, I think, have been wildly popular because they they got a bunch of stuff. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like they got a lot of miniatures, which is quite exciting. I mean, all I mean, Chaos is generally popular anyway. Um, so we got a comment in the chat from Winlaw. This has been my first eighteen months of Warhammer, only known three and it's been great. But I've had the whole range to explore. It's now getting to the point where I feel new units could be coming out faster than deepening some of those. Uh, uh, be coming mm. out faster and deepening some of those army options. And he's only been in for eighteen months. Like it's not mm. like it's not a complaint. Um, mm. It's just more of a like. I wonder how everyone feels about it because mm. when I see another book with another foot character, I mean, Corn's quite exciting and Slash. Mm. Because effectively, we've never seen those minis on the tabletop, like in, mm. in a roundabout mm. way. So it'd be really fun, and they have yeah. pretty much like if you were to say to me, "Hey, let's release some new Slash models," I'd be like, "I don't know what you would add." Like, I, like honestly, I don't know what you would add. So, but, uh, but the on. other, sorry, the, I just wanted to quickly jump on the other side of needing new minis is giving new lease on life to minis 
that didn't have it before. And I'll use the KO book as an example. Skywardens fucking sucked. They you they barely saw play. They weren't and and a lot of that. The, I mean that pr- the previous book was a mess. The new book and the new foot character combined with the changes to minis, models, frigates, boats has given that range a whole new lease on life. Yeah, so but also I wouldn't think, you da- yeah. like Dan like talking about K- KO mm-hmm. is a perfect example, right? Because yeah. KO and Lumineth are in like different worlds. Like, I don't mm. know what you would want to add to a Lumineth army. Lumineth players would be like, literally everything, Rob. Give me everything. <laughs> yeah. I, want. Well, oh, whole... I want a fifth book in six months. Yeah. There's, what's his name? Tyrion coming up, wasn't he? Mm. Tyrion, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I'm, not saying, so I'm not saying the words to summon the weebs, but... Malekith. Huh? So there's going to be loads <laughs> more. Like this. Yeah. We, Malekith? The same Malekith? again. Malekith? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. There will be more elves, at least. But, like, at least mm. Tyronic elves would be like Tyrion I guess mm. I, okay maybe this is a better way to think about it how do you feel about this like with Gits Gits is a fucking massive range Nathan yeah? yeah like I think it would be fair to say that you could probably not release any more Gits and it'd be fine for quite a long time if probably ever like it feels like a mm. like I don't want to say completed it mate but it feels like a completed range whereas mm. Fire Slayers and a lot of Dwarf racism here Fire Slayers KO yeah we could have seen some more Fire Slayer units, and we could have seen probably some more KO units mm, because yeah. they definitely don't have the range that, that Sinesh does. Um, mm. So, like, so are we saying that if a book, if a, if a range is complete, we don't really mind because, like, Gits have got a million options. But if a, mm. if, if, a, if a range has got, like, a smaller set of miniatures, you're like, yeah, that's when I feel disappointed. Yeah, yeah. yeah the oh, fact yeah. that Fire Slayers haven't seen anything other than a couple of foot heroes since their initial release is absurd yeah yeah okay yes that's that's what i'm trying to get at especially when like you got like little uh dick big heart in the chat just put getting gets getting wolf riders makes less sense than updating the spiders that's because they quite clearly are sat on an entire git mob army that's what i'm trying to say like if you see they they didn't just go i might just sculpt five wolf riders like they never did that like, there's not a guy who just did that for... Like, there's an entire Git mob range designed somewhere in storage, mm. ready to rock. Mm. But, but like, you reckon that's also lined up for Old World stuff when that turns up? No, different departments, Nath. That's, like, a big part of the Old World was the goblin... Yeah. Like, They're, the regular goblin dudes. Yeah, those are different departments, so they would not design stuff for each other. Oh, okay. So that wouldn't happen. Um, so like, yeah, like, so, but that feels like a weird release. Like, you're like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, does it, does Nathan, you know about that unit? Does it synergize with the rest of the book at all? No, no, well, I mean, <laughs> just a thing. Uh, uh, you can, you yeah. can put some, uh, some buffs on them from like the spores platters and stuff, but it, there's no proper synergy. No, okay, when I think... points out in the on, I was then. just saying, Winlaw points out in the chat, like, uh, Skaven's desperate for a refresh. And I'd say Skaven is actually a great example of an army that maybe it's actually is quite similar to Seraphon that are obviously getting a complete redesign in that some of their models hold up really well. Like, they're, they're, they're sculpts from back in Warhammer Fantasy from the old world, but they hold up great. Uh, like, uh, Storm Fiends, I would say even the Bell, like, Thankwall, like, there's a lot of that. That's great. And clan rats, honestly, you don't really need clan rats to do anything else. But then you have things like 
plague priests, a bunch of those old resin and metal heroes and stuff that you're just like, how? How is there still so much pressure for Pestilence to be an army in the game and yet Plague Monks haven't been updated? They Where they clearly, and like gutter runners, like they clearly acolytes, look different so. to the current... Oh yeah, Acolytes being the most expensive model, dollar for weight yeah. or dollar for size and game points in the game, money-wise. Like so, to buy so would you say? Would you say? Because what I'm trying to get at is a feeling when you see a release like we've seen this weekend. They're like new corn, mm. one miniature, new Selesh, one miniature, and I, I kind of am like, that's okay. I don't really feel like they need anything. Like, yeah. like mm. that's where I'm They've at. Got where it... lots of up-to-date minis in those ranges that yeah. we don't see anyway because the the rules need to come around. But then there are, like the, the Skaven one is a huge example where you would expect that they've got loads of models in there that could be updated. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and then KO and fire slayers. And I think even mm. Zinch to a degree, would, yeah. if I can be, if I can be that guy, mm. cause Zinch got some demons and then they were like, that's it. And you're like, do I get the mortal side of it? Like, like you got yeah. Karakakalite, suck it, and you're like, no. <laughs> like I want Karakakalites some... are great sculpts. I love those models, but they just yeah, but they came out years see ago. They came out with yeah, the demons. I know, I know. So you want some elite versions of them? Yeah, yeah. There's other ranges like that. So the Skaven needs updating, but then there's other ranges like those ones that need expanding a bit, really. So. Yeah, and and, and that's what I find weird, and I understand it from their perspective because they're just a business, right? They're like, cool. We want you all to buy Slaves of Darkness. Cool, you've all done that. And then we're going to release Cities of Sigma. We want you all to release Cities of Sigma. And like, so that, you know, and they, every few years, they pad the edition. They're effectively filler episodes, right? Mm -hmm. Like from a, from a TV show. It's just a filler episode. It's just like, whatever. There's, there's no actual story here. Off you go. Um, mm -hmm. And even worse when the rules are, are fitting that. So, so it's actually on a case by case basis versus kind of the whole edition is what you're feeling. Cause, and also like, mm -hmm. I guess the other, I'm, I'm just thinking about it now. The other thing is, is, obviously, we got into Age of Sigmar when nothing had a book. And so for a long time, we were like, bro, we need a book for this army. Like, and it took years, like, like years yeah. and years sometimes to get a book for an army. Um, and so I guess there's still a bit of that kind of old Age of Sigmar player in me, but like, like, come on, update it, update it, so I know it's not getting cancelled. Update it, come on. Is yeah. it getting cancelled? Is it, it's, yeah, it, 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 you did? No, okay. Like dispossessed at one point, yeah. you could play just dispossessed, and and it's yeah. like you see it. you see the signal now, bitch, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm not deleted. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm not deleted, but also they were like, also it. You're only there's one hero or two heroes, two different boxes of units, and a gyrocopter. And I was like, oh, okay. So, dis so we don't have artillery anymore. And they're like, no, no, dwarves even though it's in the stories all the time. Yeah, yeah, Dwarven yeah. Cannons did this. Grey water fastness cannons are renowned yeah. for blowing shit up. And then, well, there's no grey water fastness cannon in the in the game. Yeah, in dwarves, the now, yeah. dwarves now are dispossessed. Now are a war, which I I understand. I get it. You're releasing sky dwarves, fire dwarves. It's it doesn't make sense to continually expand the range like that i get it but it's like dispossessed they're like they're in the story they're everywhere in these cities and then on the tabletop you're like you got a warden king you got a rune lord uh multi-box long beards and um uh long beards and hammerers, hammerers and then a multi-box iron drakes and iron breakers yeah. and you're like oh, okay so what about that uh famous dwarven artillery no Okay, what about those Fame and Dwarven, th Dwarven Thunderers, the gun lines? No. Oh, they okay. keep bringing out uh, Cogsmiths all the time as well. Yeah. 
And yeah. what are the cogs fix fixing? Fucking empire. Human machine. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, it's, it's like, like the cogsmiths are like, if they're like, hey, mate, do you want to make us a cannon? They're like, nah, I just, I actually, they're, they're I've literally. I've that rocket battery. They are the <laughs> definition. They're the definition of middle management in that they don't actually want to do any work themselves. They just want to complain about the poor work of their subordinates. That's what a cogsmith is these oh, days. Oh, Games Workshop managers. Okay, so, um, and the re- so another reason I bring it up, because I'm trying to get a feel for the edition, um, mainly because, like, when you review something for a living, like, it's quite interesting to kind of see how everyone else feels. Also, like, off the back of it, and not to, like, dig the knife in, or, this is just the truth. I, I watch, like, we do a show every month, I think I'm going to do one this week, where we look at all, the, like, the 3D designs from different Patreon stuff, mm. like, which you all know, like, I do a lot of that. Not to be a 3D printer, bro. It's not that they're cheaper. It's not that they're better. Ogres are a great example. Ogres mm. are, they're not even that old, the ogres. The ogres are fine, yeah? But, like, mm. I started at the top of the show saying that I've just 3D printed a bunch of brand new ogre sculpts, which I think look better, and mm. I think they're cool, and they're wicked. Um, Skaven, for example, I 3D printed a bunch of... Well, no, I didn't print Skaven, sorry. I actually printed Rat Engineers. Sorry, let's be clear. Yeah, which were like... Uh, yeah, thank you. Legally uh, distinct. Legally distinct, distinct Rat Engineers with an addiction to warp rocks as opposed mm. to stone. Um, but yeah, they look so Jesus. good. Yeah, and but but I'm not even necessarily talking about proxies where you get updated minis. I'm talking about like whole ranges that are released on a monthly basis and mm. you see those sculpts and you're like damn i wish they had rules in this game do you know what i mean like like if there was like a imagine like a modern bretonian army and there are great sculpts out there mm. for or a modern tomb king army and there are loads of 3d designers like next month someone will just be like here's a tomb king army there you go and it will look mm. incredible right it'll look really good and you can't play it in the game and it feels like when you get in this like not drip feed, but almost this dearth of stuff from the main company because they're a behemoth. Someone in the chat was mm-hmm. like, what does a local gaming store do with all of these minis? I'm like, again, sounds like a them problem. Like, mm. if you played a computer game religiously, I know, let's say Total War, right? And then mm. there was just, and there are modders, right, for Total War, and they just make mod after mod after mod after mod after mod. And you're like, okay, now you can all play, um, you can all play Halflings. And you're like, well, they're not in the official game. It's like, I don't give a fuck. You play Halflings, off you go, and go have yeah. some fun. That's wicked. Like, so as a consumer, because again, that's all I give a fuck about. Don't care about like, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm on this side with everyone else. Mm. Release Halfling armies. Do you know what I mean? Release. Yeah. Release. All of these other things. Release the hippo warriors, is what I'm saying. And yeah. it feels weird to keep seeing these drip feed releases when on these 3D design companies, you're probably getting 200 minis a month that are better than Games Workshop minis. Mm. Like, I'm just going to say it now. Like, and that's so, weird. It's a weird, it's a weird like, environment where everyone's mm. like, I'll buy that one new priest on foot. And you're like, you, like that's all they've got. That's their clout. Like, they're, like, showing it off. Like, it's fucking weird, Dan, if I'm honest. They, like, show off one priest, and they're like, that's it. That's corn for three years. And you're like, yeah, yeah, bro, what the fuck? Like, do better. The the only thing I can assume, and I I actually, this just kind of came to me, and I'm I'm putting, I've put a little bit of weight to it. You're familiar with the concept of a bottle episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So for those who aren't, 
uh, yeah, Nath, for those who might not be aware, so say you're watching a TV show, yeah. and then there'll there'll be a thing called a bottle episode. Uh, it's got a few different names where not much like it's in one or two very controlled small locations and with not much outside of the core characters. Um, so uh, anyone who's watched Breaking Bad, the fly episode, uh, people know what I mean by that. Or it's it's and the purpose of it is to cut down costs. So by filming that episode, you only need a smaller crew. You don't need expensive locations. You don't need to hire, you know, day players or additional actors or background. It's really simple lighting states. Like everything is cut down and simple. So you save money on those episodes so you can spend big on your later episodes. Uh, fun fact, anyone who's worked for the CW, like enjoys CW shows, that's pretty much how they used to run their stuff so they could afford their multi-million dollar fight sequences. Oh, amazing! Um, by they, oh, they'd scrimp and save everywhere. They'd fucking, it, it, they were not. From my experience, was that they, they, I didn't enjoy working on those shows because they were so tight on their budgets everywhere to afford the big flashy stuff. Um, but uh, the, so that's what you do with a bottle episode. It's to save money by cutting costs for one or two episodes in the same way as a clip episode, you know, like a flashback episode where it's only a small bit of new material. And the majority of it is flashbacks to update you on the story. Same thing. It's saving money. So you can splurge on later episodes that need big locations, lots of stunts, flashy action, 3d. I wonder if maybe that's this, this edition or this season for games workshop. It's a bottle season where they're not expending a crazy amount in their mini releases to try and save money, make money uh, so that they can afford a big flashy next edition. Like, I'm not necessarily saying I know that that's the case. I'm just speculating that maybe that would be a purpose behind it. I like the theory. I like what Winlaw said in the chat, which makes more sense to me. I reckon they know the optimal release amount to keep people craving and buying, yet mm. not commit overly. Anyway, it's, that's not meant to be like a, a, a dig. It's more kind of me as a consumer being, I guess, frustrated, but I don't know if I'm rightly frustrated, if that makes sense. Like, the, like I saw a, um, a pretty wild... Um, uh, Beast of Chaos released recently with like all these new sculpts for like, and there, I don't think there was anything overly different in those releases versus like the GW sculpts. They were just updated and better, um, mm. which I thought was cool. And then sometimes I see stuff that's just nuts, like angels with like eight thousand eyes, or you know something, mm. something, or like there was one that was all slimes. Everything was a slime. Yeah, yeah? the dragons are yep. slime. The warriors are a slime. The archers, there are pirates yeah. who are slimes. And I just I think it's kind of cool. Um, biblically I, accurate angel army would be great like put that down on the table and it would you'd just be like oh I'm uncomfortable looking at this like it's just all furry rings of shit yeah okay it's quite interesting Nate do you have any final thoughts on this and then we can wrap it up oh no I mean it's, that was interesting to hear it's a good theory I don't know if that's uh, if they think like that or what they're doing but uh, yeah that's uh, that was interesting but the, yeah, but I think... yeah, I mean, I I do I just think that there are a lot of models that they could just update that need updating, as well as the ranges that could do with expanding or condensing together somehow. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, right? Because we talk about bloat, and then you're like, well, what do people want? Like you hear the conversation about bloat and the conversation about we want more stuff every day. And I was trying to work out what like the line is there, like mm. and and uh, like 
Um, and Chris is making a good point in the chat. You can't spread your portfolio too much because of production mm. and other stuff. But again, as a consumer, I don't care about those issues. That's kind of the point, right? That's like why Netflix did so well initially. They were like, do you, like they were like TV was like, would you like to watch one episode of something you enjoy once a week? And the Netflix was like, do you want to watch it all today? And you were like, yeah. Mm. And they were like, do you want to watch something else tomorrow? They're like, fucking yes, I do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and, and I just think with, um, with these, all these designs out there in the world, it feels like we're at that, that, maybe that point where, I don't know, mm. it'll be an interesting next couple of years. If this is a bottle season, mm. it's a long time, three years for a bottle season, right? Because mm. surely you've also got to be encouraging people into the game system. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I see, I think... New sculpts is exciting, but updating existing ones, I think, would hit. Like, I bet, like, people are ferociously loyal to the armies that they play, especially if you've built, painted, and uh, built and painted a, a unit. Uh, for I reckon if they released, say, updated plague priest models, uh, plague, monks. what are they called? Plague monk models, I think you would find people that have 40 plague monks in their army would go out and buy the new ones because they'd want to have the updated cool new hotness. Like I think I would argue and chat can correct me if I'm wrong. Most people are looking for a reason to spend on their hobby. If they can, like they're looking to justify those purchases. Mm. So if you were to provide models for it, like when the, the death master came out for Skaven, I was like, rad, I don't need that model. Like I don't need to spend anything on my Skaven army, this edition, except for getting the new book. Like, that's it. That's all I'm going to do for it. Uh, whereas if you'd have put out new Plague Monk models, I would have been like, ooh, maybe I need a unit of them. Rat Ogres. You release a new Rat Ogre unit, and I'd be like, damn. But if I want Storm Fiends, I've already got Storm Fiends because they look good, and I know they're not being updated anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, Skaven, I think, definitely feels like a big standout. And I would have said Seraphon, but obviously we're getting Seraphon all mm. sported. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're doing, yeah, they're getting the treatment, aren't they? So... Hopefully, and Fleshy of course, getting the too. treatment at the end of the year. So, like, and and um, a little big Dick Hart in the chat has said, uh, Stormcast, Cruel Boys, Slave, Seraphon, Dormary Crusade, and then Fleshy Courts, Seraphon. Like, like that's a lot, right? Um, so, quite interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, Doors of Cain, I would like to see them get new models. Probably just a case by case basis. Anyway, great chatting to you both. Nathan, you got any plans this week? Uh, I'm going to build these Boingrob Bounders, I reckon. Oh, shit, and finish yeah. me Loon Court as well, so stuff can fly when it dies. Five months, ten, two weeks. Five months, two weeks is fun. Uh, Dan, uh, you got any plans this week? Uh, I'm building and painting a, a, the interior of an RPG spaceship for an nice. uh, RPG campaign. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy okay. that. Using Dungeons and Lasers terrain, it's rad. That's cool. I love that a lot. Mm. Okay, all right, really fun. Uh, I'm just going to keep uh, pump, pumping ogres out until I've just got maximum mm. meat. That's what I'm trying to hit yeah. the meat threshold, yeah. uh, which would be that's fun. often a threshold people struggle to hit as well. You know, like their meat threshold, it's quite high. So you know, it's good yeah. to see. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty excited. Well, uh, thanks for both you chat. Thanks for hanging out today. Uh, just to chat about all the news and all the stuff coming up. It's exciting. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited to see the functionality of the two new battle terms we've got coming out, which I'm very, very excited about. So yeah, mm. looking forward to that a lot. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Uh, thanks for listening to it as a podcast. Stay hydrated. If you watch this podcast on YouTube, do leave some comments and all that other jazz. And then thanks to everyone on Patreon. 
Couldn't do it without you. Couple more videos going up on Patreon this week if you want to go check them out. Uh, thanks everyone in the chat, especially because you're the coolest. See you later, chat. See you later, everyone. Bye.